Welcome to the Leadership Exposé podcast. This podcast is for purpose-driven leaders at diverse levels and organizations around the world who are seeking to scale and transform their leadership to level up their business and to create an impact in the lives of people all around them. Business and boardroom topics, trends, innovation, transformation, and the intersection with leadership is the focus. We enable success. I'm your host, Stephen Paul. In this episode, I am excited to host James Adekele, the CEO, CEO of Generation Success, a nonprofit organization that helps companies inside the move to equality. James is making change for the good of our society by enabling building of bridges and creating a healthy, respectful culture of working together whilst also helping embrace the values of equality and diversity. We'll hear about these big changes James is leading and enabling and what that means to organizations and individuals. James, welcome. How are you doing today? I'm living the dream, doing amazingly well. Um, yeah, energetic, super excited. I think we live in a very exciting period in, in time. We might be hearing all the naysayers, but life is what you make it. It's all about creating opportunities. So I'm living the dream. I love the positivity and it's uh, it's just the beginning of the week, at least for us here. <laughs> I love I love the energy, buddy. Um, I know we've spoken before and, um, you know, we've we've had some very, very interesting chats. But, uh, you know, for our audience purposes, tell us where you where you based. You know, we, um, we, I know we're based in the UK, but uh, but tell us where you're based. Yeah. So um, so we are well I'm, I'm based in kent in in the uk but as an organization we operate uh, throughout the united kingdom and ireland and um, ever since covid we decided to go with a virtual first policy <laughs> you know these days virtual is uh is is, is the thing you know so <laughs> so want to hear about that but uh, but tell us about your about you your personal journey that intersection with how you came about with your vision of what you're doing currently so just keen to hear that that journey definitely i'll give i'll give you a quick one which is um so my journey is i come from a single parent household in south london um to a mum, an amazing mum who um worked as a cleaner and um the era i lived in was exactly the same um i she wanted me to become a lawyer doctor and accountant like most african play parents want you to be um but you know because she wasn't from that background the best she could do for me was say study hard and pray and the lord will provide and fast forward several years i went to university um twice but the second time i went to uni um we had the london riots mm -hmm. and it was during the london riots which i grew frustrated with what i heard people were saying this was a lost generation but they weren't doing anything about this and I wanted to be part of the change and I remember going into my university speaking to my fellow students and asking them about their hopes and dreams for the future they said they wanted to get into law but they didn't know how to get they didn't have um, access to the industry um, they felt that they didn't have the skills employers looking for and because of the recession they felt like they had no hope for the future and I was like no you're so talented you know we've got the London rights people are frustrated like you guys yeah. have you know you, you've got the best potential to be our leaders of tomorrow no matter where you're from if you go to university and all that type of stuff or if you're doing something with yourself whether that's your apprenticeship one day 
you will become a, a, a person in our society that adds value to our society. And if you have no hope, what hope do we have for our future? And I left those young people on my way home, ended up speaking to a homeless man. Um, he was helping a charity called Connections. And I thought he was just a volunteer because he had a high visa. But he ended up, he was actually one of the homeless people volunteering. Mm-hmm. And he told me his story, how the Connections had taken him off the streets, put him to rehab. Uh, but by the end of our conversation, he said, can I pray for you? And I was like, what? <laughs> so he ended up holding my hand, praying for me. And I went from being a young man, I was really angry to being someone who was inspired. Um, and I left him thinking, how can I change, you know, the issues I see around me? Went to bed that night, tossing and turning. And I woke up from a cold sweat at 4 a.m. in the morning, ran to my desk. I wrote on a one-page piece of A4 paper, a three-year plan of change. And I just started taking action. And, you know, I decided, that's when I started the Student Society. Fast forward 10 years, we are now called Generation Success. We've won several awards. Um, and we partner with uh, around 70 different employees in different ways, all about moving society to quality. Um, and that's what's led me here, <laughs> just taking action. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make change happen. Yeah, amazing, amazing. And uh, I can, uh, you know, I was hearing those big pivotal moments, but also those aha moments as well. So keen to hear a little bit more about Generation Success. I recognize it's a nonprofit organization. Uh, educate me if it's not. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but keen to hear how you've evolved, you know, from that idea to your current vision to where you're planning to head. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, so it, it's very, it's very interesting how we've evolved. Like, I mean, now when you talk to me, I would, I would easily say to you, we help struggling HR and emerging talent professionals who are frustrated with a lack of diversity access the diverse talent pool through an evidence-based framework <laughs> and access that that talent pool so that they can create a workforce that reflects society. But it's been a ten-year, ten and a half-year journey to get here. Um, and the initial things was um, we started years ago just as a group of young people who wanted to change the world but had no idea what we were going to do, <laughs> like how to do it. And we took action. Um, and when corporates would say to us, we have no money, <laughs> you're like, I have no money. I'm working three t- part-time jobs to make this happen. And I think one of the things was I really want to stress this is I am a reflection of the young people that we support. Mm -hmm. So I don't come from a corporate background. I've never worked in corporate before. I, my mum and my family and the people around me have never worked in a, in a corporate environment before. So I have not been schooled in those unwritten codes. Um, Even now, even though I've been doing this for 10 years and we have some, some of the largest employers in the world. When I go into those businesses, it is like two worlds two different worlds where people have two different dialects mm-hmm. <laughs> and different cultures communicated. Um, and what that means is even though I will play by the rules, just like young people from diverse backgrounds will play by the rules and enter the world, we are, I am, and we, and they are being tested um, by rules that aren't written that they don't know they've been tested by. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had to navigate that and, Luckily, I've had the right mentors. I've had the right corporate partners who believe in our mission to move society to equality enough. Mm-hmm. So we want to kind of work with us to develop the organization in such a way that we 
can affect change. Mm-hmm. Um, so being very, very lucky. And the other thing is, just like uh, people from diverse backgrounds, we, not many people recognize that, but we have studied this. So we don't just, we don't just do activities to move society qualities like mentoring events and stuff. Mm. Everything we do is evidence-based. Mm. So we've looked at all the different researches from the non-educational barriers to elite professions to McKenzie's report on the characteristics, mindsets of different young people. You know, we've, we know the exact type of young person we are targeting mm. and how to engage with them. We mm. understand the barriers from a reporting you know like the research background Mm -hmm. but also over the last 10 years because i've been and generation success have been lucky because we engage with every single stakeholder um that interacts with young person from education to employment we are we understand what are the barriers firsthand Mm -hmm. um to stopping that young person from a you know diverse background who's ambitious who's driven who every employer says they want because they dream about them at night (laughs) Yeah. Um, that's stopping those types of young people from entering the profession we understand that from a first-hand basis and that's what makes us a really great partner to work with these organizations to, to affect that change yeah and you know as you were just describing it and you just mentioned affect the change yeah. I'm hearing that many of these companies if you look just look at corporate companies whether it's a startup or it's a scale-up or if it's a established organization they've got a number of written rules mm-hmm. and ways of operating but i'm hearing that you come in and basically bring that to life we do we we, we do come in and we bring that to life i think we well no i think i know <laughs> so mm-hmm. we have several ways organizers can work with us the first one is the entry with we do the assessment we assess them where we understand where their starting point are we look at their statistics. We we understand what the objectives are. Then we actually assess the, the stages that a young person will, or a stage that a person from diverse background would take. So, mm-hmm. outreach, um, onboarding, uh, offer, and then onboarding. We we look at those, and we look at what are the social mobility factors mm-hmm. that these employers are doing. Uh, what are the social mobility factors that are stopping those people from entering the organisation? Because the time where companies come to us is they are frustrated. They've done everything. <laughs> they've done unconscious bias training. They've done blind CVs. They they feel like they've they've exhausted all options because often they try to do it themselves. <laughs> and they're like, what else can we do? Yeah. Um, and yeah. then that's when they come to us. And yeah, yeah. so we help. We you can we keep even giving them the roadmap to do it by themselves because the thing is they there's there's a lot of passion. There's a lot of drive but there's a lack of know-how <laughs> and yeah, yeah. that's where we come in yeah. and they could do it by themselves or we can help them or we can coach them through um put together the plan uh, to execute the plan of action so, so so james i mean you know change impacts different uh different levels of an organization an individual as well uh, what do you think are some of these conversations the companies need to be having at let's say a management team level either executive team or the board level uh, or even from an hr talent perspective across the workforce across these different levels just briefly what are your what are your thoughts on the conversations that the companies need to be having yeah so i mean the first thing about this is we 
they first need to understand that every stakeholder, depending on the level, has a different need and a different one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you are going to be, and, and, and we, we also take some of our quality champions through a process, like a seven stage process, to understand the dynamics within an organization and how to reach out, how to get a business case across. So mm -hmm. for, for example, a chief executive, um, he's more concerned about um, kind of the brand of the, of the you know, they, they do care about diversity, inclusion and equality and having a more um, yeah, equal workforce. But he, the key thing about, for them is, you know, they want to protect the organization and the brand of the organization versus a hiring manager whose chief thing would be about I want they want a quality candidate a quality hire mm -hmm. you know to advise the business versus the talent acquisition mm -hmm. team who wants to ensure that they select the right partners to so you, you first need to understand what are the what are the key things that each different stakeholder needs to mm -hmm. needs to hear in order to tick a box that says this is relevant to me yeah um so that's one thing but if you want to talk about generic the first thing i'd like to say is in order to educate the people in your organization one of the things i'd say is simplify the language and just focus on equality so mm. the reason why we talk about move to equality is at the moment the language in this area is confusing to a lot of people to a lot of people it feels it's not relevant to them because diversity inclusion um equity mm -hmm. uh we've got social inclusion now a lot of people are like i don't understand that mm -hmm. you know and even diverse people they're like <laughs> I don't, you know they just like they shy away from it because mm -hmm. everyone's developed a social connection to each of those words each of those terminologies mm -hmm. and what we say with our move to equality is let's just focus the terminology around equality mm -hmm. and let's just and let's just say to people because at the end of the day whether you are a black lives matter person a far-right activist a me too person um a, a nationalist all that type of stuff we all they all want the same thing they want a quality of opportunities mm -hmm. so if you can't fall behind that idea of having a quality of opportunity no matter who you are where you're from mm -hmm let's be brave and say we don't care we're not gonna we don't care about you <laughs> we're gonna mm. focus on our on our on the natural people who who relate to this mm. because it only takes three percent of the population to affect real systematic change mm. and at the moment we haven't as a sector as a movement been able to hit that pivotal point mm. because there's a only a small percentage of the population are actively engaged with this mm. the rest of the population are well-meaning individuals who aren't engaged that they care about they you know they say they support it but they're not really engaged mm -hmm. because they are focused on their world their family their mortgages and all that type of stuff mm -hmm. um and we need a way to kind of engage the natural middle ground <laughs> in order to impact more people in the organization to be mm -hmm. part of the movement to change movement move to equality yeah so, so james i'm curious to hear i mean um you know, you're a leader in your own right, you're the CEO, and you've built your company, and you continue to grow. Share with us one thing that's your secret formula to your success. 
Yes. Um, I, I, I said this the other day that uh, the secret formula to my success is being able to stand during the storm. Mm -hmm. And and the fact is, no matter who you are, whether you're a leader or your person is about to start their journey, mm -hmm. life has an amazing ability to knock you off your feet. And if you're able to take a step back and focus on what you can control, you're able to then take action to move yourself forward. Because no matter how bad it is, we all have to understand that we live in someone's dream. So whether you are a person who's disabled in a wheelchair, there's gonna be someone who is on a life support machine that wishes that they could have your life right now. You know, whether you are, um, you know, you know, you're, you're in a war-torn country and you're fighting for your life, there's going to be someone who is about to be executed tomorrow. Like, you know, like we have to um, find that ability to focus on what we can control, to have a positive outlook and take steps towards creating the life that we want to have. And that's that's been the secret behind my ability to, to have, have the success I've had. Amazing. And um, keen to hear, I mean, you, you've had several experiences which you shared with us. Are there any, any, any other stories or maybe a, a story that you want to share that has resulted in a positive outcome for a client, an individual? I know you did give a few previously, but just keen to just bring that to light here. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so I think I, I won't name the bank. Uh, because they they're a bit funny about um, they're a bit funny about you know partners use that's their name and all that type of stuff. But they employ eighty thousand staff around the world, and and they they have you know utilized Gen Success to to be their ta emerging talent partner. And what they what happened was at the start the organization didn't have an early careers program in place in the UK. Um, they did they did what most organizations do because even though we're in 2020 there's still a lot of organizations who do their emerging talent recruitment through um friends or family <laughs> or 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 children of their clients who say oh my son needs a work experience They're like yeah come on in you know <laughs> we'll put them in the, in the trading floor you know like yeah you know so they wanted to you know and, and this organization are one of my favorites because they live by their their values and they are they they, they have a, a really clear focus on diversifying the industry and diversifying the workforce so we had to do a pitching session to 20 of destiny leaders <laughs> and it was the most scariest thing ever but we ended up creating for them a early careers program internship program um Although they are a very large employer, they're not a big brand. So we created a program that's focused on the experience and the, the experience of the candidates and on the partnership with GS. Fast forward three years, anyway. So we did that. We created a mentoring program. Uh, we created a, a, a internship program. Now mm -hmm. that internship program is it also includes the graduate program, and we also do that for them in Ireland and the United Kingdom, and it gives you know young people the chance to cross over between Ireland and 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 the UK, you know, during the internship. So that's that's happened over the last three to four years, and I think we've probably had I don't know 40, 50 young people over the last three years to, uh, take part in internships and grad, graduate roles at our organisation. Actually, it might be more. 
Um, but that's been a that's a big success story because yeah, within that because it's within the financial industries, there will always be between in in the professional service sector there will always be naysayers. There'll yeah. be people who are at a very senior level who are in their bubble. Mm-hmm. So when I say bubble, I mean they they their friendship groups are people in the same financial bracket yeah. who look yeah. like them. Yeah. They, they see people who look like them in the financial brackets on a daily basis. So they uh, they are far removed from the the world, <laughs> you know, like from a from a diverse perspective. Yeah. And they are sometimes scared about the notion of change and, and trying to uh, bring more diverse talent. And yeah. one of the first, well, say, I said this to another partner of ours. When an organization brings generating success on, we're social enterprise, the unwritten tests that we have are will they have the same reach as we do? And we have more because we have you know we know where to find the people uh, so we often beat what they do even though they have more budget than us the second is do they have quality the same quality of not better mm-hmm. because when you talk about diversity ultimately people think oh we're gonna have we're gonna target young black boys in hoodies <laughs> and you know because because society has painted that in their minds that when we t- you know the only diverse people out there are those in hoodies and selling mm-hmm. drugs they don't they don't see a young black or Asian person who who does he's done everything that society has told him to go get good education get some work experience apply to these roles that they don't they don't see that they see the worst Mm. and um so we've been able to show that we the quality of the diversity that we can bring and then of course the last part is do we can we provide that diverse talent pool so um I think that's been a success because we've been able to turn that business around and um and, you know, even now we look at next year's program, the first department to say yes is the front office department, which is mm. like the trading floor, which is like often the most, yeah. you, know, you know, so like, yeah. I, I'd say that is, that is, that has been a bigger success because yeah. there's so much that goes into this um, that not many people realize. Yeah. No, and, and also, yeah. yeah, and also last year we put 100 young people into full-time roles. Uh, so I guess that's another success story. And, you know, and yeah, like it, with our partners, without mentors without you know supporters the work of what we do would never have materialized though yeah yeah. the fact that we're still standing it's a success and and you've and you've built trust to enable that uh that success um that's wonderful james we're coming to a close any closing messages or any other challenges that you want to to give executive leaders or boards or business organizations uh regardless of sector yes there is and and the the thing i wanted to say to these leaders is the biggest lie we are ever told is um that is a hard to make change happen mm-hmm. in reality it's not that hard once you understand the right framework um to use and you have the right strategy you will have results so if you are passionate about making creating a more diverse workforce about doing more to bring in people from underrepresented backgrounds into your organizations don't get frustrated don't throw your you know don't get frustrated if you do utilize us as a catalyst for change mm-hmm. but then say actually what do we have in our control 
who can we bring in that has the right expertise that can guide us or could do it for us mm -hmm. that's one thing um and the second thing if you do want to do it yourself there's nothing wrong with that the key thing is you just have to be really detailed orientated about the entire journey of a young of a candidate from an underrepresented backgrounds into your organization when you do that you'll start to see areas where you can improve now if you have the expertise from a social mobility angle <laughs> you'll find all the issues but if you're doing it yourself you'll find some and they will have real material impact to your outputs at the end of the process yeah it's a bit of independent thinking as well right independent views and not biased views that you could um, bring to the table yeah and no, i completely understand that I, I i face the same thing as well now wonderful um this has been great um the topic of equality the rise of james and <laughs> generation success and how you're effecting change i appreciate you for being with us uh, today james and for sharing your journey thank you well thank you so much for having me Stephen. i really appreciate this thanks for the platform and thanks for doing the work you're doing as well really appreciate it amazing we're going to continue collaborating uh, my friend um okay folks thank you very much for listening in and uh, stay tuned for our next episode on the ceo of a neobank who is making strides in the uk and globally uh we'll stay tuned for that and uh, we'll speak soon hey i hope you enjoy the podcast don't forget to subscribe to the channel you're now seeing this part of the video also because you consume some of my content, insights and teachings. Maybe you've been to my LinkedIn page or website or seen other social media ads or listened to my podcast. I'm Stephen Paul, a business and transformational executive coach, strategic advisor, leader and board member. I've been in diverse roles, corporate executive, entrepreneur and worked with businesses and firms of all sizes, built and launched businesses created high impact boards and so forth in four continents. I get it. I've been there, done that. But what is different is I bring a unique perspective and a playbook. I've helped 100 plus business leaders just like you to scale and align their leadership top teams, the board and overall business for growth. Leaders like Ivana from medium sized company in the EU who grew 150% and expanded globally in under five months. After she started to work with me over facilitated session, sessions in an initial three days, I helped fine tune their strategy and align their leadership team and board to be a cohesive driving force to achieve their dreams and outcomes. I want to teach you the same thing and more on how to scale and align your leadership team and board so you can increase your business growth and value. Get clarity on what is the next right strategy for you. There are multiple ways we can work with you. Number one, click the link for a free non-obligatory 60-minute initial strategic session. Let's get a feel for your dreams, your vision, your challenges, and let me convert that into a route map for you where we can co-develop and co-pilot. Number two, enroll in an innovative and intuitive digital online course that I have curated, created to help you transform 
It's called Unshakable Resilience. It is the ultimate program for individuals and business leaders like you who want to be equipped at a personal and professional level to respond to any form of challenges or in crisis situations and take on opportunities with grit, resilience, and build a mindset of success. In essence, you want to be unshakable, thrive in crisis, take on opportunities in the face of adversity, and build a success mindset. So click the link below to learn more on how I can personally help you individually and your firm to scale and align your leadership team and business and pivot in a transformational way. And for you to experience this, whatever the challenge you're facing, get in touch with me. Let's discuss and I will share my insight rapidly to enable your transformation. Click the links below.